always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that God will keep his promises. Welcome to your daily cup of inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become all God has destined you to be. I'm just so elated that you're here. I have been missing you, but ministry obligations have mandated that my time be distributed in a different way. So I haven't been able to podcast with the regularity I'd want to, but I'm here today coming to you live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministries in the heart of the city of Buffalo. And we are just blessed to be able to share with you today. These podcasts that you hear, they are available as a free resource for you. Go ahead, download them, stream them on on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, on DeannaHobbs.com. You can subscribe to the Deanna Hobbs channel on YouTube. Just hit that red subscribe button, and every time a new podcast is uploaded, if your notifications are on, you'll be among the first to know. God, thank you for this time of fellowship and learning and being fed manna from heaven. God, feed us and fill us up with your word. Thank you for the person listening. And thank you that this word is tailor-made for them at this very moment. We bless your name and we receive all that you will impart to us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So the date was September 23rd and it was our oldest son, Kadar's 14th birthday. His football team was up against some pretty stiff competition on the field. And the first and second half had already been tense. So this matchup was proving to be a real nail-biter. With less than two minutes left in the game, this rival team was just inches away from scoring another touchdown, making the chances of beating them slim to none. I am so nervous, I said. Now, truth be told, I was bracing myself and getting ready to cheer our son Kadar up after his team inevitably lost. I thought, surely his team's winning streak is coming to an end because at the time they were four and oh. We often tell Kadar, hey, whatever happens, son, do your best, have fun. Remember that losing is a part of growing. No one can win all the time. So he knows that every athlete will at some point experience that bitter taste of defeat. But I didn't want it to be on his birthday. So Caleb insisted that day Kadar's team was not going to lose. And I remember him assuring me with this cute white grin. He was just beaming with confidence. He said, Mom, don't be nervous. Our team is going to win. Now, judging by the calmness of Caleb and the certainty he had of this victory, You would have thought our 11-year-old wasn't watching the same game, but he was. The difference was Caleb had faith in what the outcome would be, despite what the circumstances looked like in that moment. We're not going to lose, he said again. Don't worry. So when the game appeared to be all but over, Kadar, he came blazing toward an opponent and tackled him. And he effectively shut down this critical play. And then within a matter of moments, what looked like an insurmountable obstacle turned into sweet 
sweet victory, Kadar's team made another touchdown and sealed the win. And Caleb shouted, see, I told you. And although winning felt good and I was happy for Kadar, in the grand scheme of things, we know football is just a game, right? So if our son's team would have walked away with a record blemishing loss, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. So I'm clear on that. But there are some situations in life of much greater importance, right? I had one of those problems recently. It was called sickness and my life was thrown into a tailspin. So I know how a bad turn of events can set off a negative chain reaction and result in a string of devastating losses. I've been there and I can tell you this, wherever you find yourself, it's important not to give up on your faith. Even when I was hurting my worst, I believed that God could and would grant me that breakthrough and that healing according to his plan. I just had to wait for it. So when faced with potentially life-threatening or life-altering opposition, it's important to have this attitude that Caleb did about Kadar's game. Even when defeat seems imminent, call to mind the scriptures and declare that victory belongs to you already because Christ has won it on your behalf. And when the details of the situation and all the odds seem to be against you, never forget the one who's for you. God is working on your behalf and in an instant, he has the power to turn things around. You might be listening right now, going through something hard, and I want you to know that I have walked in the darkest, deepest valleys, and I can tell you, God is faithful and he is consistent. He can shift circumstances in the blink of an eye. I've seen him do it over and over again. So put your faith in the Lord. There's no failure in him. And what you have to remember is that the work is already completed. The blessings, they're already yours. You're just waiting for your turnaround to manifest. I'm thinking about this uh, lesson out of Genesis 15 when God promised to bless Abram and his seed. And in verses two and three, Abram expressed concern and confusion over all these blessings Jehovah vowed to bestow upon him. And he was childless without an heir apparent other than his servant Eliezer of Damascus. He said, you know, who am I supposed to leave all this great inheritance to? And Abram told God, you have given me no children. So a servant in my household will be my heir. But God already knew what he was about to do for Abram. He told this patriarch of faith that his seed would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. That's just like God, isn't it? He makes these bold, audacious, seemingly impossible promises to us when we have no evidence that they'll come to pass. He prophesies about your posterity, even while you're barren, like he did in Genesis 18. He tells you to build an ark before a drop of rain ever falls, like he did in Genesis 6. He instructs you to dip your feet in the Jordan River at harvest time when the water is overflowing and simply believe that he's going to part it and not let you drown like he did in Joshua 3. He tells you to leave your home, your country, and everything you know and hit the road without knowing where you're going, only with a promise that he'll guide your steps like he did with Abram in Genesis 12. God's process seems inverted, backwards, and contrary to common sense, doesn't it? That's because his ways are not our ways. His completed work looks unfinished to us because what we see in the natural rarely lines up with what he has declared in the spiritual. But God is 
faithful. In Acts 12, remember when King Herod, who hated Jesus's followers, had Peter thrown in prison while the people of God were praying for his release. The word of God says the apostle knocked on the door. And when a servant named Rhoda told those powerful prayer warriors that Peter had already been released, they didn't believe her. The turnaround happened so quickly, it seemed too good to be true. Oh, but it was true because the word of God is true. He promises to respond to our faith and that the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. According to James 5:16. today, you might be going through a situation that looks so bad and the enemy's telling you, surely you cannot win. He's whispering lies in your ear and doing his best to keep you depressed and defeated and down in your spirit. But God has sent you this word to let you know his promises over your life will come to pass. He has more in store for you. Better days are coming. Increase is on the way. He will restore what you lost to remind you that you can trust God to keep his word. I feel led to stir up one of my absolute favorite scriptures into your cup of inspiration. It's found in Isaiah 55 11 in the New International Version. And it says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know that God's purpose will prevail. His plan will come to fruition and his promise will be fulfilled. He cannot lie. Neither can he fail. So rebuke doubt and proclaim victory just like Caleb did, even before you see the turnaround. Why? Because surely it's on the way because God will keep his promises. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They may be in a barren situation, a dry season, a difficult time, full of hardship and pain, loss and struggle. I thank you, God, for encouraging them through your word and reminding them that the circumstances do not dictate their outcome. You do. Help them to put their trust and confidence in you, our restorer, redeemer, way maker, lover of our soul, and lifter of our head. We anticipate the manifestation of great things you will do. In Jesus' name we pray and agree by faith. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.